Welcome to the Sprig Podcast, your source for the most relevant topics in pediatric dentistry. I'm your host, Dr. Jared Johnson. Today on the show, we have Dr. Atai. He uh, graduated from Tufts Dental School and has uh, been published in over 15 journals. He is featured on news networks locally in California and nationally, and he is currently in private practice in California. Welcome to the show, Dr. Atai. Thank you very much, Dr. Johnson, for having me. Yes, and you're going to be giving a webinar here upcoming for Sprig, and the topic is the four P's of pediatric dentistry, and the four P's are pretreatment, photography, prevention, um, and parents. So I'd like to walk through those those four P's. The first one I'd like to highlight is pretreatment. Um, for this one, it's you you kind of talk about preparing patients for treatment. I think we've all had that experience where. The mom's told Johnny everything's going to happen. They're going to put the numbing jelly on. They're going to uh, put a needle in your mouth and then drill. And, you know, that really puts us in a, a difficult situation as dentists when we can really shape all those things that they just told them into a, a different experience. So how do you prepare patients for treatment? Well, really, uh, given today's climate and and really the office uh, having uh, a little bit of a um, uh, we call it social distancing within the office as well. So each we don't kind of fill every operatory next to each other, and we kind of we have a big uh, type of a, a structure in our office. So what we do is we kind of bring in the patient first with the mom, and you know we already know that the mom's had probably some exchanges at the dental office, maybe good or bad. I'm not quite sure where she or he or if the dad brings in has advised the child to act. Typically, they're on their really good behavior, but they're kind of afraid, as we all have experienced. And, you know, when they're younger than than age of five or six, we tend to kind of uh, have a, you know, we, we, we pose them a slow version of what's going to happen. We're going to take a quick photo. Photos are easy. You know, we take a quick little photograph of their face, make a funny face and make a funny face. Now show us your teeth. So we have a, a, a digital camera that helps us with that. And, and it pops right there on the screen. The kids get to see their own faces. And that's kind of how we prepare the patient of what's going to happen. We start showing them the teeth. Um, we usually do that on initial visit. Then we bring them back because they've had a good experience now. They've had a successful visit. Uh, we kind of do a little quick before and after photo of their, you know, smiley face. And, and okay, now don't make me a smiley face. Now show me your teeth, kind of. And we put that as a placeholder. So the next visit when they come in, we're actually doing the drill and fill, if you will. Um, at that point, we, we get to take the after photo. And I think educating the child and it actually educates the parents as well. So when they come back in the room, they see um, kind of this progression of, of, of digital photography that really has helped our practice kind of thrive. Yeah, a lot of kids, uh, when they're in the office, they get excited about the little things like seeing, you know, a, maybe a photo of their tooth or their cavity. And then when you fix it, the result of it being white, maybe with you know, one of Sprig's crowns or they come in and the parents have this big case and, you know, you show them what it looked like before and after, it, it can really make a difference um, in the way you appear to your patients. Um, getting more into photography, I think you use a Shofu camera and I think I have a digital SLR camera and then an intro camera and photography in the mouth is actually, well, extremely difficult for one. And then you add a kid or a, a young individual in there and it can um, be even more difficult because of the lighting, the kids can move, retracting cheeks and tongues. It's just um, difficult. But this camera you use, it's got a little proprietary um, software in it that makes it so you kind of take out some of those 
factors of, of the lens and focusing. And can you tell us more about the eye special camera that you use? Yeah, absolutely. So that goes to our second topic, which I always, uh, you know, in the four Ps, uh, photography being uh, really the, the leg that we stand on because seeing is believing, right? So I've had the old SLRs that are kind of big, they're, they're clunky. Then I reduced it to just a small little digital camera that I picked up at Costco because it was smaller, but then it wasn't as, as, as brilliant in, in, in the photos. It was kind of dark spots with the buckle corridors become really dark, can't really see much. I have to wait a long time to focus. The big SLR cameras were too large. Sometimes my team members were always like saying that they're lifting weights. So really it was the weight that at first triggered me looking deeper into cameras and what, what, what our options are. And I do a lot of orthodontic and, and pre-op um, uh, photos uh, with the phase ones and some phase twos that I follow with. So really the iSpecial C um, camera has really helped because not only that lightweight, it can get wet, it's 10 times the, the optical zoom. What that means is that when you start to look at the megapixels of these um, SLR cameras, they're great, but you gotta focus them in. You gotta, so even if you try to preset the, the, the focus from one lighting to another, it changes. So these are already pre-focused, they're made for the dental practice. You know, the, the, the close-up lens, it's, it's amazing. It's, you know, I don't know if those of you who are camera, millimeter lens capacity really helps, has a memory card that we can not only say, but everything's touch screen. Um, and it's very, very light. I mean, when I talk about light, uh, you know, it's less than a pound. Uh, you know, we, we, we were able to kind of hold this up. Anyone, even the, sometimes the kid, even if it drops, doesn't break, it has this internal um, lighting that kind of lights up automatically. So we don't have to worry about having a white background, a black background, putting them in a special photo room. So we just basically pick up and shoot as you would any other um, simple camera. I mean, it's, it's the benefits outweigh um, not taking it. So, you know, these, these preset shooting modules um, have helped us and they're kind of vital to the uh, Shofu brand that they've had with their iSpecial camera. And I've been very proud to, to talk about it for over five years and they keep upgrading and now you can shoot videos. We, we do, you know, lifelike reproduction of the tooth shade. Um, so if I want to communicate with my lab for the adult cases, I, I can now just send that over. Um, it's, it, it's, you know, we get into a little bit more on the um, webinar as it's coming up in December. And uh, it's, it's actually been a great help uh, to my practice. Yeah, I think one of the things you mentioned about the weight and the, when I was in residency, we would take our, our photos for other residents. And now out in private practice, you have to rely on your staff to take it. And I think they also get intimidated right. by the weight. And then also they know that that camera is really expensive and the lenses are expensive and the settings on it. You got, if you're going to shoot in manual, you got to use a fixed focal length and focus yourself and, you know, getting everything in the shot is kind of, that's just a lot to put together um, for someone that's just trying to, to get into this and learn. So having those, you know, nine shooting modes that are predictable and fast can definitely, I can see how that's really helped you in, in your practice. I know I'm excited. I just heard, heard, like you said, this shoots video and I've been trying to work on getting something that I can use to shoot video in the, in the operating room and not right. staff be so trained. So I'm definitely going to look into this and, and see what other options there are. Cause uh, I definitely could see that being a, a huge benefit to, to, help education of dentists, other dentists out there like you do regularly. Um, what are some of the like biggest things you see with 
the kids and maybe like retraction and mirrors and the lighting? You mentioned the camera has light, but what are some mm -hmm. things that other challenges we might have when we're trying to take uh, intraoral for? Well, well, so so that's the beauty of it, right? So the beauty of the um, optical zoom that is not just uh, you know, I mean, they say ten times the optical zoom, but what that really means is that from the lighting perspective, you're able to kind of capture. Um, in any setting or lighting. So if we don't retract the cheeks back all the way, you may get that dark corridors. Well, in this particular case, it has a front center um, uh, flash as well as a side. So it'll light from the front center of the actual camera as well as it has a little extension on the um, front of the camera that has side light, uh, digital lighting that also throws out uh, in, in making the light uh, much easier. So for us to retract back, for us to kind of get that, you know, oh, we got to get that perfect, uh, and, and you know, hold it there, hold it there, hold it there. You know, these are kids; they're wiggly, they're they're all over the place, and so it, it has a great brilliance, and, and, and the depth, the uh, field of depth is is, is amazing. Um, having that kind of uh, internal image that really outstands the brilliance of what I've been. I call it, you know, I call it the intelligent flashmatic, you know, because they 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 talk about this flashmatic, but. It's really a smartphone, uh, easy to use, and has multiple um, lights that, that, that kind of flash that helps the, um, adjust the lighting in case you don't have the lifelike reproduction of the shade that you're trying to get in the, chair, in the dental chair, especially for kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned you do some orthodontics, and I think that's pretty obvious that the standard of care is to have, you know, extraoral and intraoral photos before beginning the case as part of the orthodontic record. But are you taking pictures on every patient that you can to show before and after? So how are you utilizing these pictures in your office to, number one, have an impact on your patients, and number two, increase your production? Absolutely. So that's kind of our standard. I mentioned that pre-treatment prior. That's where we actually take that. We're preparing the patients, right? Uh, we're preparing the kids, the mindset. And that photo is with every patient. Um, even if we do a consult, um, I'd rather do a photo prior to x-rays. Um, it's a lot easier uh, to see. And again, when you see lifelike tooth photos, you actually see the graying or the browning of the teeth. You see the staining. You see the, even the, 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 the cavity that's obviously visible to the eye. But if you take an SLR camera and take that photo, it may not be as visible. Or even an inter-oral camera is great, but now you're taking this big old round thing coming to the patient's mouth and, you know, they still pull back and the kids kind of tend to get worried. I've had kids bite down on my intro camera. Again, I'm a big fan of intro camera when you're doing the treatment. It's awesome that you kind of start and kind of do the before and after uh, with the intro camera. However, just for our in in initial intake of the patient, it's just kind of a standard where we take digital photos on every patient. Um, and that kind of follows them throughout the treatment. So if I'm doing ortho every three or six months, we're following up with photos, we've seen their growth patterns. So all of these are, 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 are helpful in our practice to kind of help with the progress of the patient's dental education, if you will, and, and the, the brings, brings back more patients for us, really. Yeah, do you think, moving to the next P, prevention, do you think that showing these photos and, and incorporating, you know, where you can see more plaque or, you know, you can see more bleeding of the gums, has that helped you from a prevention aspect of reducing the severity of, you know, one, dental caries, and number two, periodontal or, or gum disease in your office? Yeah, absolutely, hands down. I mean, let me just get to close to my own kid. I have an older son 
who's 11, uh, brushes, flosses, does everything he's supposed to. My younger one, who's nine, tends to kind of get the build up and the plaque build up. And we just picked up that camera and took a quick shot of the upper molars of the gingival third, where you can see that, that, that yellowish plaque. And literally, as we kind of took a uh, Q-tip, and as we we're kind of with a Q-tip removing it, took that same photo, and they could see the Q-tips white and this yellow material that, that's, they're watching on a huge screen. Um, it's pretty effective. It's pretty effective to now explain, these are little, little sugar bears, or what do you want to call them at, at the office, but these are what's going to eat away your teeth. This is what's going to make you drip. And it really helped the prevention conversation and educating that child including the parents when you show them photos. Yeah, the, that is huge. You know, we do disclosing solution at my office and when the parents can see where all the plaque is and it's just kind of, they just brushed before coming and then they see what they did. So that can definitely be, yeah. you know, the photo. It, well, I guess pictures, they do say, say it, uh, tell a thousand words. So um, I'm sure you get a lot of good conversation about, you know, probably, you know, oral hygiene and then diet if they've got, you know, it could be a uh, talking point to their diet if they've got certain types of food. I know some kids will come. We just had one last week and she had this blue smoothie right before coming for her operative appointment. And it's like, there's this blue caked everywhere. And well, obviously that can be a conversation that, you know, you can work on with the parent and say, that's okay every now and then, but not, not all the time, especially when we're coming here to the, before you go to the dentist. So um, exactly. Have you seen? Well, you, your... get, you get to see their daily habits too, right? <clears throat> so they're coming in thinking that they're all clean, but you actually get to see the daily habits and show the parents this is what 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 we're seeing. Yeah, and it's I think it's made a big difference because some parents will even ask, "Well, can I get some of that stuff to take home?" And yeah, and we tell them direct them to where they can get the the tablets or the solution on Amazon. Too. Sure. So, um, there are definitely more people buy into it. One thing that could be also increased production at, at your office in also, a better patient care is for sealants. So um, if we look at, you know, a tooth that may have an incipient in the, or staining in the occlusal groove, that can be a, a starter for that photo to have a conversation about how this child may benefit from a sealant now rather than waiting uh -huh. and having it turn into a class one or, you know, even bigger cavity if they don't come in for a while. Um, you use a single step sealant at your office, is that correct? It's a... Uh, yeah, so so that kind of part of this is the, the the third P of prevention and uh, the sealants. We are um, again we're using uh, products that are um, that have gymer technology in them. I don't know if you're familiar with what that is, but that pretty much um, refers to the product containing uh, uh, Shofu's proprietary um, surface prevention. So, for instance, it's a, um, a filler particle that has fluoride, sodium uh, uh, materials in there that help. Uh, silicates, all of these are important from a perspective of uh, kind of avoiding plaque or buildup or e even changing the biochemistry of the tooth is important. So what Shofu has been able to do in the past few years is develop the bioactive material that's a better choice for sealants, fillings, and they call that technology a gymer technology, which allows me as a doctor to kind of explain to my parent, parent patients that, look, it's true that we're sealing it. Um, and I like to use a glass iron or a base. I like to use these best materials, uh, but we want something that kind of retracts or reflects, uh, retracts decay and plaque to build up on the tooth um, because that's what really starts to damage the, the enamel. And so they've been able to um, improve the, the, not just the quality of the materials as far as composites or resins go, 
but also a single step uh, scenario where I don't have to etch bond, uh, you know, saliva could potentially get in for sealant material. I simply, within the uh, sealant material, there's already material, um, uh, the bonding agents already in there, six ions of, like, as I said, release uh, within the uh, enamel uh, tooth structure that we can now light cure and seal the tooth and we're all good. As long as we clean it, make sure the tooth is cleaned out very well. Now, some doctors still like to etch. No problem. You can still etch if you like. Uh, but some kids are a little bit harder. They're moving around sometimes. Saliva is getting everywhere. We're trying to keep them dry. And it's always happened. You always that one case where you're like, I could have done the sealant better. And so my hygienist loves it. They, they love this product. That's the one single step and light cure and we're done. Yeah. So I think these are getting more into the giant. I never really heard of them before um, talking to you, but we're getting more into those new materials that are those bioactive materials. So this is just Correct. a material that's going to be, they define these as ones that will take in ions like calcium, phosphate, and fluoride and exchange those with the oral environment. We know those calcium phosphates uh, and then the, the fluoride can form uh, hydroxyapatite and fluorohydroxyapatite, which will um, definitely help remineralize tooth structure in some of these lesions that are just starting with the kids. So I think it makes sense to see how these materials are trending and definitely keep a close eye on them and consider using them in your office to help benefit your, your patients. The last one um, of the P's is parents. This one, um, this one can probably right. be some of the most difficult part of our days um, when working <laughs> with kids. The kid's easy, but the parent wants all these different things and um, has these demands. How do you deal with, with the parent uh, at your office? So typically with our parents, um, you know, we have two categories. Um, there's, there's the kind that you have the very hand-on parents. Um, it, it's a mom or dad that brings it. A pa uh, the patient in, the child in, uh, they're very much, they've already been, for instance, our uh, patients. And so, you know, the, the pediatric portion of it's very easy. The parent comes in and they're, you know, as we always talk to them, they're very um, forthcoming about what the daily habits of the child is or what they would like to see. And, and you know, we see them right at, at sometimes two years of age or three years of age of bringing the, the child in, which is great. Um, you have the second category of parents, which are kind of like, you know, I told you so parent, you know, hey, you didn't, I told you to brush your teeth, uh, you didn't do it, and now you have a cavity. And that pointing of the finger, that, that, that browbeating of the, of, the, of the child tends to intimidate the child. So now automatically, we're the bad guys that are going to hurt them, because if they don't do the right thing, you're going to go to the dentist, you're going to go and get that tooth drilled on. So we're being used as a threat, if you will, for the child to act and go accordance to what they're supposed to do on a daily habit. So we, you know, instead of having multiple categories, we kind of have that two different categories. And we kind of do the white glove service for both categories. But the second one is a little bit more difficult. We have to educate the parents. So what I always like to do is just bring the parent in, kind of explain what we saw uh, with, with the child. Again, going back to the, to the other piece, you know, the camera, the showing the photos, and then telling the parent, look, what do you want us to do? Like, what do you expect? us to be doing for your child just maintaining do you want to come in every six months or are you going to be for instance doing a lot more home care and educating we, we have no problem doing that we have an app that we give to the parents they download it and it kind of did a daily reminder that kids get reward points for doing the right thing so we try to encourage that parent into that first category that we like in, to kind of become more rather than reactive uh, more, pro more proactive in in you know, helping the child understand, you know, your teeth are, are here 
just like your other body parts and they need to be cleaned, washed and taken care of. But most importantly, if we don't educate them now, other things come into play. Why does this cost so much? Every time I come here, I spend this much money. Oh my gosh, every time, uh, you know, my insurance didn't pay for this and now I have to pay for it. And we start to get that second category that, that tends to happen where now the billing, the monies, the, the, the visits become overwhelming for the parents. So it's been important for us to kind of explain and give some tips to parents. Um, and, and the app has really helped us in, in getting these, these kids, these parents really in, into educational mode and kids getting rewarded for what they're doing. And then they want to come in the office and pick up their little teddy bear they earned or whatever, that maybe a, even a, a, a toothbrush uh, that's, that's got some, some cute little doors at that time, you know, multiple, whatever they like, we, we kind of um, supply that for them from a category of list that we've already uploaded within our app. So it's been able to help us navigate a little better with the parents' educational platform and then secondary, most important, getting referrals because now it sets our office apart from the uh, offices next door. Yeah, other, other locations that, that app sounds to. really interesting. I, um, my son, we were having him uh, in early speech and they had a similar thing where they would text you and ask you how you're doing this week and remind you and that definitely mm -hmm. helped us at home stay on track. Oh yeah, we got to read more books or do this task. And, what app are you using? It's, it sounds interesting, something to look into. So, so the, the, a company called Four Smile has put together a customized app. Um, they customize it for your practice. So really, um, they, I think it was less than a couple of grand that I paid. And I'm in the app store. You can download it. Uh, I think it's in, under my name. Uh, and they have the office name as well. So they, each individual office can have their own customized app. And it has these different protocols um, that they ask you, do you want, you know, rewards points for the kids? Do you want this? Do you want, you know, they have all the different, even for parents, you know, for their, for their teeth, they can customize it for the parents, but they're very good at customizing for the doctor's preferences. And at that point it's launched in the regular, you know, app store. And you tell the parent, like for instance, with COVID, we would have them fill out forms and it was kind of daunting because now we have to scan the forms, put it in the chart, whether or not they had a fever, whether or not they've been out of, the country or been on a travel now on that app form to just simply answer and it pops over to us and emails it to us and we kind of put that in the patient's chart so it helps us in patient communication as well um, again on the um, actual webinar I'll go in detail about all of these different tips and resources that uh, we put together for the program yeah, it sounds like you definitely have a lot to offer and I, you know, we're looking forward to attending your webinar and then hopefully it'll be recorded for, for those of you who aren't able to make it uh, on the 9th. But thanks for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you and we look forward to the webinar. Thank you for listening to the Sprig podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, leave a review and share on social media. If you have any questions or if you have a topic you would like to hear covered in a future episode, please email podcast at sprigusa.com.